Hey lifers and thank you so much for coming into the living room with us for another episode of the podcast because life can be a niche. For those of you listening, wherever you get your podcasts, thank you for listening. Please come on over, hop on to the YouTube channel, Life Can Be A Niche, and actually watch it and subscribe. We would love to have you there as well and um, just riding with us. Our tea of the episode is... Sweet tea, because that's what I'm having. I went to one of my favorite, like, places, restaurants, you know, I gave up meat. So I took the family to, like, Guthrie's, which I love. But I've given up meat for 60 days, so the only thing I could have was sweet tea and french fries. That was good enough for me, so I'm still sipping on some of my sweet tea. That is the tea of the episode, because I'm a Georgia peach, and what do Georgia peaches do? We definitely drink our sweet tea. Um, so get yourself some sip, enjoy, because this episode is, is very powerful and one that's so important. It's a conversation that needs to be had by on so many levels. Um, and it's about uh, healing, normalizing healing and dealing with um, getting out of relationships, specifically getting out of a marriage that is no longer working and um, and just hiding it and trying to avoid uh, the reality of what you're really dealing with. I speak with a blogger extraordinaire and um, special guest, Crystal McGuire. And this lady is just amazing. She's a mompreneur, uh, an educator, and um, and she started a nonprofit called Normalize Healing. You'll hear more about that. I'm going to have more in the show notes. But her story and her truth is something that every person needs to hear, um, especially uh, if you're going through something or you're in a relationship and you're in a place where you know it's not right and you're you're trying to keep up that facade of things being right when you know they're not. Um, this is a show for you and it's about healing and being whole and truth and relationships and everything all rolled into one and I'm so grateful to this sister for blessing us with her story and for her truth and being honest and I hope it blesses you just as much so let's just go ahead and get into it. Crystal thank you so much for coming on the podcast because life can be a niche I am so excited to have the blogger extraordinaire herself, Crystal McGuire, with us today. We are going to get into some real good, real conversation okay. uh, and just get down to the nitty gritty. We're not even going to waste any time trying to set nothing up. Let's just go ahead. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and, and get, get started um, and just and start talking. So, Crystal, you want to tell um, our listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, absolutely. I am uh, born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, um, product of Atlanta Public Schools, Spelman College, um, Masters, just I went and did it all. And now I'm a teacher. So education wise, I'm finished. I'm done. And uh-huh. So now um, I'm a teacher and my focus now is definitely on my three beautiful daughters and, um, and getting my story out there so that I can let other women know um, that you're heard. We hear you. Um, we care about you. And um, 
and it's okay to come out of out of relationships female male friendships um that aren't good for you and that's what that's what I did that's what I had to do I had to come out of a relationship that ultimately was not good for me right you know and, and I'm so glad you said that that it's okay because sometimes I feel like there's this guilt or this stigma that people, especially women, have when something's not right. We just continue to kind of make it work or we try to make it work when that's really just making it worse. Absolutely. End up in a mm. place where you're like, how in the world did I get so broken how did they even get here but anyway we're not even we don't know we're not gonna jump ahead because <laughs> we're mm-hmm. gonna just walk through that um and and talk about that now you said in here that you are getting your story out there I know you blog is there a book that may no be- there's not a book I now I do get people telling me girl you girl <laughs> so <laughs> Um, I, I, to be honest, I don't even know like what avenue to go down to turn mm-hmm. this into a book. I definitely, um, it would absolutely be fiction. I mean, you know, everything is real. Everything happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, sometimes I'm wondering when I write, am I, am I even including how I'm healing from that? Or when I'm writing, is just writing about it, the healing piece, you know, because sometimes in some of them at the end, I'll say, but I'm healing from this by doing this, or I'm healing from it by doing that. And then sometimes it's just a period. It's just, it's the event that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's it. I don't talk about how I heal from it because the writing is healing. I wanted to make that clear as well. Like sometimes when I just write and I don't put that piece in about how I came out of it or how I'm coming out of it, it's because writing is freeing for me. Yeah. So basically, um, that's what this blog is for me. It's just, it's freeing for me. It it, it just allows me to open up and um, to just pour and, and, Honestly, I was just pouring everything into this worldwide web. Mm-hmm. But then somebody said, hey, I read your blog and it set me free. Or, hey, I read your blog and it spoke to me. Right. And I was like, oh, oh, like people really read it. Like, oh, okay, this is something. Mm-hmm. So then I, um, I started putting out a couple of more here and a couple of more there. And it was like, wow, you know what you're, I can't, your story gives me chills or I can't believe you went through that because what I put out there on Instagram, yet what was going on in the house, those are two totally different things. Right. Two totally different things. Yeah, yes. And you know, we're going to talk about that because and that's how I found you because a, a girlfriend of mine mm-hmm. said, have you seen this blog? Girl is so good. Y'all need to talk. And I was like, and when I read it, I'm like, oh, and that's why I thought book, because when I looked through your post, I was like, oh, this is so good because it is freeing. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about the book piece because I know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. Okay. <laughs> so between all the people that we probably both know, we we can talk about that too, because that 
I, I don't know. I just see that. I, I, I just see that that could possibly, Thank you. you know, something beyond the blog for you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to speak it into existence. Thank you. So we'll see where that's going to go. We're going to talk about that, but let's start off with your story because okay. that I think is, and, and you share, you know, what you want to share, what you okay. feel comfortable sharing, but what, what happened to get you to this place of now you have a blog about it? What, what, what happened in before uh, um, So this is like a 10 year story. Um, I got married at 25, 26, um, instantly out the gate. I, I was, um, had already had the baby when I got, got married. Um, and I looked at him like he was Superman. Like I did, I put that and I would, whenever we would go somewhere and he would do something or something heroic, I would say, that's why he's my Superman. But, um, um, on the inside of our home, um, it wasn't like that. I was superwoman in here. Um, It was, he was an alcoholic. I mean, I was, you know, dealing with alcoholism. I was dealing with um, foreigners who don't necessarily believe in getting help from the outside. You see what I'm saying? So then everything is sealed on the inside, um, literally and figuratively, meaning everything that went on in the house stayed in the house and everything that went on with him stayed with him. So there was no helping him um, and there was no help coming into the house because you, we couldn't talk to anybody. Um, so, yeah, so you, we just dealt with it. And then of course, then I had another baby and, and I kept dealing with it. And instead of um, finally dealing with him, I just dealt with being a mom. I just put my focus into um, what I knew I could get something out of. You know, like when you're a mom and you and you're doing right by your children, you see it coming to fruition. I felt like I was being a good wife. I believed I was being a good wife. People that knew me would say, you know, geez, you're I mean, you're an amazing wife. But then when your husband doesn't, you know, when he doesn't say thank you, something simple like that. Or um, when he just doesn't come and say, I appreciate you, or you are a good wife, then, you know, you're not seeing it coming to fruition. You're not seeing anything that you're doing because it's not validated. And women need to be valid. Wives need to be validated. Absolutely. Um, So, and there was nothing, nothing was validating. Um, His actions weren't validating. Um, what he was doing with his life wasn't validating. So I didn't even see myself making a difference in his life. I could see myself making a difference with my kids. You know, they got good grades. They, yeah, they, you know, they were respectful children who could go out with other people and they sent them home and said, your kids are awesome. But with him, you know, what does he come home drunk? He comes home, you know, quiet, stoic nothing violent sometimes, you know, I didn't, I didn't see anything 
from me coming out of him. I didn't see how I was helping him flourish. Right. You didn't at see all. yourself as the helpmate at, at all. all. At all. Yeah. Was it always like that? Or um, so I don't I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know when the blinders fell off. Mm-hmm. Um I know that I put so much of myself into my marriage that I believed at one point it was good. You know, I believed it. We went out on dates. Um, we had, we had three kids, right. you know? So, I mean, at some point something went well, something was but, going good. Right. but, um, so, but when those blinders fell off, they, that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, once, once I said I was done, I was absolutely done. Yeah. And that's, so tell me how long did it take you to get done done? Like, Whew. okay. Um, I saw one of your questions that said if I had to give, well, if I had to say something to my younger self, yeah. Um, what I would say to my younger self is to listen to my mom and mm-hmm. listen to my grandma, listen to those elders. Mm-hmm. Um, who some don't have to be in a marriage for 50 years to tell you how a marriage can go. They can be single. That's right. And still know exactly, you know, like this ain't right, baby. So it was, uh, it would be listening to my mom and it took for my mom to pass. And mm-hmm. at that point, um, my, it, I was married for 10 years. Okay. And to be honest with you, my mama never liked him. <laughs> she never liked <laughs> ever and so um I should have listened to her I should have listened to her mm-hmm. I should have listened to her but like my best friend tells me had I listened to her I wouldn't have my other two girls he was the vessel that I needed to get my kids here yes yeah yeah he was the vessel I needed to get the kids here mm-hmm. so um but uh, um it was right after she passed in 2019 that I realized it was, it was, I didn't, I was, you know what, to be very honest with you, I didn't have anybody to prove anything to anymore. Oh, <laughs> I didn't have that's, to prove that's anything. A, that's a mouthful right there. Yeah. And it's, it just kind of, it just, I didn't have anybody to prove anything to anymore. Mm-hmm. She, you know, I don't have the mom. I can make it work. I can do it. She was gone. <laughs> right. That's right. And so with her not being there as the we can we can make, you know, because sometimes I think deep down we know something may not be all the way right. We know inside. We may never mm-hmm. say it out loud, you know, mm-hmm. but it's almost like when you get to that point where yeah. like, you know what, I I, I don't have to do this anymore that's when it i don't know it hits you like you give yourself permission yeah to be truthful with yourself yes and then go ahead yes. and say you know what i don't care yes. what people think it, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter to me nobody and, uh, yep and the biggest thing was that when my mom passed the depression and the anxiety hit like a wave mm-hmm. it just it was just like boom Right. And it's it's like 
if you're not in my life to help me out of this hole, then you can't be down here with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if you right. if you helping me dig this hole, you got to come out of here. Like you got I can't I need I need hands pulling me right. out. Right. Not pulling me in, but pulling me out. Exactly. So um and that was what the thing was. I knew I didn't want to stay there. I knew I didn't want to stay in that depression. I knew I couldn't stay there. But I also knew that that was a part of the grieving process. Right. So I needed that help through the grieving process. Mm-hmm. And and I wasn't getting that from my spouse. Right. Yeah, I wasn't at all. So How, yeah. I I guess I can I can ask in the next question then is when did you notice that you weren't being honest with yourself or others about your situation? Was it when your mom? Um, it, it was like I said, everything definitely hit in 2019 when my mom passed. I think um, the day that I knew that I wasn't being truthful with myself is um, I just, I couldn't get out the bed. I just could not get out the bed. And um, he got up and left. And and I said something to the effect of, you know, it's just, this is so hard. And um, his response to me saying something like that was, and I'll never forget his response was, it's people out in the world who are going through worse than you. So at least you don't have it as bad as they do. And I didn't care about other people out in the world. (laughs) This, this me. Other people in the world are not my problem. My problem is big enough for me. Yeah. So, you know, that was the big piece there. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's people out in the world going through worse than you. Yeah, well, I don't care about people out in the world. Right. So, and that's when the blinders fell off. Like, he's never going to get it. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. You can fight. You can push through. You can stay married for however long you want to. But he's never going to get it. Right. So, yeah. And that's that's hard, too, because I guess when we are when we're in marriages and you you know that it's it's slowly deteriorating because because mm-hmm. people are like, well, what happened? You can never say one thing that, mm-hmm. that actually happened. It's like. Mm-hmm you know, what didn't happen, that's, that should be the question, <laughs> is not, you know, what happened. I always say, how much time do you have? Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it just snowballs, and yes. snowballs until, mm-hmm. I, I think people who have not never been through divorce don't get it, like, because, you know, I think when you're dating, it may be an incident, or maybe you found something on somebody's phone or something like that. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a marriage, yeah, literally just like the books say, like the bank deposits and the yep. withdrawals, and it's withdrawal after withdrawal without after withdrawal. And next thing you know, you're in the negative. Girl, you're <laughs> in the red for real. <laughs> next they thing you know, and everything you know, mm-hmm. denied, everything. denied, yep. All yeah. of that, and it's just, and it, and it, it's like you are. Nobody goes into a marriage planning to get out. No, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have a strategy, and you don't have an exit strategy. I mean, I, well, I, let's speak for us. I didn't have one. Neither did I. 
like, okay, I'm going to be married forever because my parents were married forever. His parents were married forever. Married for that's it, yeah. And it's like, yep. well, shoot, we got good stock. So mm -hmm. surely nothing is going to go wrong. And when things start going wrong and then the kids are there because I got pregnant three months after I got married too. So same thing, I'm, I'm momming now. Mm -hmm. And all of my energy went into being a mom, 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 mom. And by the time you get to that point where you're, you're saying, oh, well, you know, we're going through a divorce and people are shocked. <laughs> like, what do you mean? But what mm -hmm. they don't know is that, that things have been happening over time. And like you said, the Instagram posts look amazing. Yeah. Couples goals. Right. See, I didn't even put mine out there on social media. I'm, I'm mm. probably so old. You know? <laughs> so I don't even remember. I mean, I think I put my baby's, my firstborn son's photos on Facebook maybe once, but I never posted about relationships on social media. Mm -hmm. But if I had, it would have been the same thing. Mm -hmm. Couple goals, because you would only put the highlights on there. Right. Nobody That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to put the other stuff. So. Mm -hmm. It, it is it's, it's accepting that yourself and then being able to actually to say it do you think do you think that you in dealing with your children how do you think that impacted your decision was it difficult to walk or to decide to leave I think in the beginning I was very concerned about the girls um but then I realized when I was sitting in this closet with the door closed in the dark that, you know, thinking about taking my life, that it was no longer about them, but it had to be about me. And if they need a mom, they, these girls need a mom right. who's going to be there for them, help them, raise them, rear them. And I, if I'm going to be here for them, then I got to go all the way. I have to go all the way. So um, I had to turn this into, you know, what are you, are you doing this for the kids? Or are you doing this for you? And I needed to do it for me because if I did it for the kids, I would still be unhappy. I would still be married. Mm -hmm. um, I would have figured out a way to make it work. Right. Um, but <clears throat> I had to, I had to go for me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I couldn't, the only thought for the girls was the fact that I knew the girls needed a mom. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You say you were actually thinking about suicide. Mm -hmm. It had gotten that bad. Oh my was goodness. Like I said, it was, it was just, it was him being very closed off at this point. And just walking around the house. And then it happened during COVID too. So during COVID, he stayed home mm -hmm. 12 hours a day. And then would get up and go party at night. And then would come home and not open his mouth during the day. Mm -hmm. And it was just too much. It right. was too much. And then I was depressed because my mom had passed. Right. Um, so... It was just, it was one thing, it was one thing after the next, after the next. It was like, you know, you can go and, and, and party at night and be fun at night with your people. 
Mm-hmm. But then when you come home, you only talk to the girls. Yeah. So it was just cruel. Yeah. It was just cruel. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then it, it, I started to feel unworthy. Well, maybe I'm not, you know, um, I started to feel like it was something wrong with me. What's wrong with me? I'm trying to make you happy. Right. But, you know, is it me? <clears throat> so, so yeah. That is, that's, that's a lot. Do you think he knew that no. he had no clue? Like his emotional IQ was not even no tuned in. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, uh-uh, not at all. Um, because when I made the comment that I know that you're not happy, what um. can I do to make you happy? His response was, you need to stop worrying about my happiness and worry about your own. (laughs) Then my response was, then you can't stay here. (laughs) 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 Then you have to go. So yeah, yeah. I knew immediately as soon as that came out, then my response immediately was, you can't stay here. So there wasn't um, any type of let's get counseling Let's oh, work together. There was never now he's in. Okay. Uh-uh. Okay. I, uh-huh. I, I get that. Because everybody tells you, you know, when you get in a relationship, you should make sure you're happy first and that you're whole, that you're responsible mm-hmm. for your own happiness. Mm-hmm. But when someone's actions are impacting your ability to even have a positive attitude and to thrive, that's totally different. Okay. You know, I I think that because people are, yeah, he part of what he said might have been halfway right. Mm -hmm. You know, you should be concerned about your own happiness, but the issue is, no, dude, I'm concerned about this marriage. That's it. That's it. Yeah, because that's the current relationship I was in. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And when you're not being met, then then Mm -hmm. absolutely. Do you think um do you do you think that there was anybody? I know you said when your mom passed, that really pushed you into really the blinders came off and you oh like, my goodness, yes. My sister. Okay. My sister was was right here the mm-hmm. entire time. Um by my side, cheering me on. I mean reminding me of why I needed to, when I went to bed, wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, even now, even to this day, my sister, as soon as he left, my sister was like, you're not doing this by yourself. I'm moving in. Oh. And my sister moved in. So yeah, <laughs> if I yelled out right now, sister would come and get on the camera. <laughs> this is my sister, KD. Oh, you're gonna have to let her come up here before we before we finish. You're gonna have to just let her just peek in away. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know what? I, that is beautiful. But I, I mean, I, being my sister's keeper. So now, when she said that, did that give you the courage to go ahead and and make the call, call the lawyer, or whatever? Listen, you I was in the hospital, pregnant. Um, in the hospital, pregnant, and my sister's a Delta, so my sister, I'm had, yeah, yeah, see, I'm gonna have now. You gonna make me call her early? I'm 
gotta call me. <laughs> you gotta get my sorrow up in there. We but we in time. You go ahead, tell <laughs> Come in. We'll call me. Come now. Um so my sister's a Delta and she they have a, a group me and she just put in group me, you know, what she needed. And I mean they they you know, you know how deltas are, they instantly responded. Yeah. Like I got a great lawyer, great lawyer, great lawyer. And we mm-hmm. started calling them in yeah. the hospital, in the hospital while I was laying on the bed <laughs> interviewing <laughs> lawyers. <laughs> uh, but so yeah so it, but she was she was on it she was on it she was refusing to let me do this by myself mm-hmm. uh, my best friend refusing to let me go through this alone she she I mean at any point what do you need how can I help I'm right here I mean she was a best friend when I needed a best friend um my family behind me a hundred percent um do what you have to do you got this you can do this you you know people raise kids um as single parents all the time you know so and and it helped i had a therapist who i went to weekly (laughs) weekly girl say that loud people in the back yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing and it's a needed thing. Yes, it is. Yes. Um, I went to her weekly and um and I wrote. And then I had a journal and I wrote. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I I would say too, I think when I was when I finally knew that that the marriage was over, um, the journal was was my thing. That's mm-hmm. that's what I did because I don't know about you, Crystal, but I found that I was more honest mm-hmm. when I was quiet and was writing. Mm-hmm. I even do my prayers like that. Like mm-hmm. I'm more honest with God when I mm-hmm. can just write to him and tell, you know, like he didn't know, but still sometimes when I'm just sitting down talking, you like we do in real life, we we may edit a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. it's like well, when you write, you just lie. getting it out. Yes, because it comes from right here. That's it. And it goes from your heart to your hand. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've been doing that ever, ever since. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, let me just write it down. Because mm-hmm. then the crux of the matter will come out when I keep my mouth shut and don't think about what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. just let it go. And, and then you mentioned something so important is that you had a support system mm-hmm. and a village. Mm-hmm. Did they know, I'm sure your sister did, but did your best friend know mm. how bad it was before you? Mm-mm. No, uh-uh. Um, when I started telling her, she of course was heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, after the initial shock, it was okay, you got this. You mm-hmm. did the right thing. You got this. Don't stop now. Keep going. You got this. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that was, um, that was what happened afterwards, right after. It How was long? instant encouragement. Oh. I was going to ask too, with the kids, how did you break it? to to them because did they just see happy mommy and daddy or did they notice they saw stuff unfortunately they saw things um even when um the initial um 
breakup happened. They saw things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tried to do exactly what my therapist did um, and just say as much as I could in front of him. Um, but eventually he's the type of man that if he can't get what he wants his way, he's out. So he's out. The children hadn't seen him in a year. Um, so he left, left. Um, so now everybody's in the, I mean, whole house, everybody's in therapy. (laughs) They go go to their own therapist. Yes. Um, so yeah, so that's how that had to work that it had to go that way. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, either, um, either you let these kids sit here and figure life out on their own or you get them some help. Mm-hmm. And I had to get them some help because I can, you know, if I need help, they need help. Right. That's so, right. yeah. So yeah. I took my um 12-year-old to the therapist this morning. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I did the same thing is I got them therapists. Mm-hmm. I had a therapist. Mm-hmm. It's, it was necessary. And, and I think that was one of my questions. And and I like how you write about it in the blog about, you know, what we actually ask for, what we say we need. But I've noticed like therapy has become more and more mainstream and acceptable in the black community mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But even still, it's still like, it's still a newborn in this whole situation. It's mm-hmm. not like this is something that was encouraged because I don't know about you, but I grew up in an era where it was keep your business to yourself. That's it. You know, what goes on in your house stays in your house. house. Mm -hmm. And and the whole time, though, what's going on in your house is actually killing you. That's it. And you're not even saying you don't even have anybody to help you navigate through it or even have an outside party who's not going to take a side, Mm -hmm. but literally just help you get to get out what it is going on with you right mm-hmm. that, and that's something that I I'm glad to hear you say you did it because I did the same thing with my sons I was so worried about yes. how they were going to deal with it mm-hmm. because kids and everybody kept telling me well not everybody a lot of people kept telling me kids are resilient kids I don't want to hear strong. that kids are this and that but mm. you know what Mm-mm. that that's not what I saw in my Mm-mm. home that's when it told them it was mm-hmm. like you know, at first they can adapt. Know, yeah, I don't no. want to hear that. Yeah, no, no. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm with you. They I'm need like, the help. Yeah, because if mm-hmm. we need help adapting, they need help. They definitely need mm-hmm. help because everything mm-hmm. they knew growing up has changed. Mm-hmm. You know, and even the, and the thing time. I say about kids being resilient and adapting, mm-hmm. we don't throw them out there in the world and let the world grow them up. We send them to school. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Because they need the help. Yes. I'm not going to allow this situation to grow my kids up. I'm going to allow them to be in it, feel what they feel, and they need to talk to somebody. Because if they don't feel like they can come to me, and I don't know if I have the tools to help them, then I'm going to send them to somebody that does. That's right. Exactly. I agree. A hundred percent. Is there, with your kids... Have they ever had moments where you regretted being divorced where they're like, oh, I miss daddy or have they, have you ever felt that a little bit? No, but they do miss him. 
mm-hmm. and they are allowed to. I, I will hope that they do. It shows mm-hmm. that they have feelings, but um, um, they're missing him. I don't, I don't, that doesn't have anything to do with me. Okay. Um, because he has, he can, listen, I, t- I tell these girls, I wish he was in here. I wish he was here because I'm with you all 24 <laughs> seven. <laughs> yes. If y'all know anybody that know him, come get them. <laughs> So, but yeah, because it doesn't have anything to do with me. That's not a me right. thing. That's, That's a him right. thing. Be your father. Mm-hmm. Be a man. Right. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but you said something very interesting about the situation, and and we're not gonna bash him or talk about him or whatever. We're just telling the truth. So you know, mm-hmm. don't y'all be like, oh, y'all talking. No, that's not what we're doing. We're getting to what leads to this. I was talking with my best friend about you marry people and you think that they are whole, but a lot of times you're dealing with a broken person. Yes. You mm-hmm. didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. They may not have even known it, you know, mm-hmm. in all fairness, until something hard happens, until they lose a job or until you know, someone dies. And then that brokenness just continues into fruition it just manifests it is so crazy that you say that because it took unfortunately for his mother and his father and his sister they all passed in haiti right around the same time Oh my goodness. And and when he came back from Haiti, he was not the same person mm-hmm. before that happened. Right. And the brokenness that was already there just manifested. Mm-hmm. Just, right. And there was nothing I could do. Right. That's right. Because you cannot put somebody back together. They gotta wanna they wanna be together. They but if he mm-hmm. was so private mm-hmm. and closed off. That's it. Yeah. I was going so far as to, you know, let's go talk to our pastor. You go talk to the pastor. I was trying to put other men in his life, Mm -hmm. you know, but I'm not a man. Number one, I'm not a man. And number two, I don't, if you won't allow me to come in, then I can't help you. So I just stopped trying because after a while I was just pushing myself on him. Right. So, you know, and I mean, that's unnecessary, mm-hmm. you know, so right. either they're going to walk or they're not going to walk. Either they're going to want the help or they're not going to want the help. So, hey. Exactly. And mm-hmm. you can't make anybody mm-hmm. as much as you want to. You can't. You can't force it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not, not at all. And that's, that is so, I, I think a lot of us women too, you know, we go into things sometimes and we're when we know we're not whole or we know mm-hmm. we got this, we hurt over something that may not have anything to do with a relationship with a, a, the opposite sex. You may be hurt over a parental relationship or That's hurt it. over something else. And you're walking around with this. It's almost like you're walking around with a hole in your heart mm-hmm. and nobody can feel it. 
You, mm-hmm. you you're looking, but that nobody will feel it. You can't feel it with drinking. You can't feel it with, you know, drug abuse. It's all that's temporary. At the end of the day, when you go to bed, the mm-hmm. whole so yep. that's that's the the sad part that I don't think a lot of people talk about. So, if you were giving advice to a young lady who was mm-hmm about to get into a marriage and, you know, thinking, okay, this is it. What would you say to her? Trust yourself is number one. I think that's something that I definitely um, walked away from, from myself. I stopped trusting Mm -hmm. myself Mm -hmm. and um, I started believing that he was the end all and be all. And I couldn't do anything without him. But I had to learn how to trust myself um, and believe in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say to them that regardless of who is in your life, from your spouse or your mate to your children, please make sure that after God, you are the next thing in line. Because mm. you can't live for anybody else but yourself. You can't make it for anybody else but yourself. Mm-hmm. because if you can't take care of yourself, then you cannot take care of anybody else. So true. That's just period. That's, yeah. you know, that like the kids say, that's on, that, <laughs> that's on point. That's on period. That's right. My yeah. 12 year old says. No cap. Yeah. No, no cap. <laughs> no capital. Not, not my way. No capitalization. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, um, and that's that's serious. If I don't pay this mortgage, I don't have anywhere to live. But guess who else don't have anywhere to live? My kids don't. If yeah. I don't take care of me and my temple and myself, then yeah. I'm no good for me. And that means that I'm also no good for them. So we have to do for us first. We really do. I mean, women, we have got to normalize women putting themselves first. Yes. It is okay. Stop feeling guilty about it. Yeah, stop feeling guilty about putting yourself first. Because Mm -hmm. if we don't, then we are no good to anybody else. Mm -hmm. I don't care who it is. And so that's something that I had to learn because even at it was it was even this past Christmas, Christmas 2020, that I was sitting on the sofa watching the kids open presents and just cheesing and smiling. And my sister was like. Sister, where is something for you? Oh, as long as the girls are happy, I'm happy. And she was like, that's not how that works. <laughs> and then she gave me a present and was like, here, Merry Christmas. And so like, so now Christmas 2021, I will have a couple of things under there that I want to unwrap for myself. Like, that's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, yep. because I have to take care of myself. Yes. Yeah. And, that's, I mean, and that's be right. okay with that. Yes. I did that crystal for the first time, I think, last year. And it was because of everything that was going on with um, the panoramic and, and people, you know, being sick, people we knew close to us uh, dying. It was so many things happening that I said, it was my birthday was the first thing. I said, you know what? I'm going to buy myself something for my birthday. 
Because this is something I never do because you, we saw every day we turn on the news and it was like, the death toll is this. This many people died here. This was all these things going on. And I was like, you know, we got to start living and taking care of, of us. And moms have to stop feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. On my birthday, girl, I bought myself a nice birthday gift. I think I might have bought her. And mm-hmm. then for, look, these right here, I bought these just because. And those are beautiful. I've been looking at them. Thank you. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna buy myself some earrings. Mm-hmm. And then I'm presents because I was that same way. Oh, as long as, and the kids even ask, you know, mom, what do you want for this? And mommy, what do you want? Oh, y'all, you know, all I want is for y'all to be happy. And I was like, let me, let me drop that. That's the lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, be first. Be first. So That's you mm-hmm. can show up happy, whole, and full. That's it. Mm-hmm. And not resentful. Of, of things because we might say like oh yeah don't worry about me but it hurts a little bit when ain't nothing for you when nobody's thought of you so you got to think of you first so you won't be sitting there you know like somebody stole your bike <laughs> you and nothing under the tree so you know that that in itself would just made a difference with, right. with that and not mm-hmm. feeling guilty and then talking to this is what one of my other friends was saying. She said, you know what? She said, I used to feel so bad about doing stuff like, you know, leaving to get, just go for a walk. And I was the same way when my kids were small. If I went, had a nail appointment and they would be crying at the door, you know, whatever, I would feel guilty the whole time I'm at the nail shop. I'm just not even enjoying it because I'm ready to get back home. And I'm like, where did that come from? I really don't even know where that act, that mentality came from, where we had we feel like we you know can't be free because that's one thing I noticed about my ex husband when he was going to play ball or go do something he just strolled on out like it was nothing he'd come back feeling good honey leave like it's not a family here. <laughs> right. Men are good at that, and I see that in my sons too. They're good at just like, you know, hey, it ain't nothing personal against you, but I'm going over here to do blah, blah, blah. Women leave with so much, like we just, oh, are they going to make it while I'm gone? They crying. They, oh, they call me. They text me, mommy, when you coming home? They don't ever, they never do their dad like that. And I said, so I got to retrain these little kiddos to let me have some time just like you do for daddy because we fall into the trap. We sure do. We sure do. I hear, I hear your fur baby back there. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. <laughs> you are fine. This is, look, this show is called Because Life Can Be a Niche because this is about real life. So if the dog is barking, let the dog bark. We are, we going to be all right. <laughs> we heard a dog bark before. <laughs> I am so weird. sorry. I think they got him quiet. So yeah, is not a I think my sister is quieting him down now. I wanted to ask you too, um, because you said that writing is healing yeah. for you. And and this is still very fresh because I mean we're just in 2021. So how, actually how long has it been since you've been divorced? Oh, <laughs> I am not divorced. <laughs> okay, okay. 
And that's because my name is Crystal and those are the things that happened to me. Um, so mm, they, my lawyer was unable to locate my ex. Um, they put a PI on the case. They did everything that they could and they were unable to locate him. Okay. Well, he decided that he wanted to write a letter to the judge. And then the judge noticed that he had a PO box. So as I was in the hearing to get my divorce back in May of, um, two months ago, Mm-hmm. Um, that's when the, um, attorney at, that's when the judge asked my attorneys had they been sending everything to his PO box and their answer was no. And he said, well, that's what you're going to have to do. And he denied my divorce and we had to start all over again. Wow. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's because Girl, this my took a whole nother and This is what happens to me. This is what happens to me. So that's what that that too can happen, people. If if they don't, I mean, just cooperate. But um, so I'm still in the process. Okay. As I'm still in the process. It's, I had to literally start all over again. Oh my! So goodness. yeah. <clears throat> Does that mean like? financially you have to pay more money or um no um because this was a a mess up on their end but um i do just i just have to start all over again yeah so yeah it's not easy is it no so when you say he just left you you meant literally oh yeah Mm -hmm. literally it's just like i'm done in the wind Mm -hmm. i didn't say i don't i hadn't seen him so, is he yeah. in Georgia or is he not even? I, know, I can't. I can't answer any of that. I don't. I and it's not because I don't want to. It's because I can't answer those questions. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a whole. That's a whole show right there. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want me back on, let me know how the ratings go for this one. Yeah. <laughs> people go the inquiring minds go on and they'll be like, "Did Crystal never get her?" I will come back. I will come back for sure. You let me know. Well, that was leading into my question, but I'm still going to ask it anyway. Go ahead. So how is your healing going? Because I was going to say, now that you're divorced, even though it's it's very fresh still, how how is your healing through that? But let's just put it this way. How are you healing? Writing. Um, my village. Um, I'm actually putting, um, my time and my effort into, um, normalized healing, which is an organization that I've started, um, for just healing out loud, Mm -hmm. um, and helping my daughter and I actually were over in, um, four seasons in Atlanta. We went to, um, Thomasville Heights and passed out, um, drinks and snacks and everything for the summertime, just trying to give back and help. Um, I have my t-shirt line that I've started hustling and healing and normalized healing. Um, mm. and then I also have my, I basically my pair my mugs, my shirts, and mm-hmm. then, um, I'm having a back to school drive where I just want to fill up about maybe just, I'm just five backpacks and just yeah. give out to, um, to families in need who need back to school supplies. Cause this year as a school teacher, I know it's no joke. It's no more a virtual this and virtual that they coming right. back. 
<laughs> Girl, I'm sending mine with bells on. Bells bells. Here they come. And then, <laughs> and these babies are going to be supplies. So um, I'm doing supply a supply drive where I just want to fill up just five book bags with um with supplies for kids. So mm-hmm. I'm 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 healing out loud. I'm not holding any in anymore. I'm not mm-hmm. just gonna do this by myself. I'm going to I'm going to let all of this pain, all of this anger, and I'm not in pain. I'm angry. I'm mad, but um. I'm going to I'm going to just put it into doing good because yeah. I could walk around and 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 take a gun and do something, but that's not what I want to do. That's not how you that's not how you work things out. That's not what you do, you know. Mm-hmm. And the way that you do it is you go and help somebody else. And so that's it. what my focus is. That's what I'm, my focus is. I just want to help other people. Yeah, it's okay for you to heal out loud. It's okay for you to walk away. Nobody's going to judge you. Nobody's going to think differently of you. And if they do, then they need to walk away as well. Right. That's right. It's not nobody's hurt from nobody ever died from walking away. Not not that I've seen. Oh, Mm -hmm. I love that. And I love that you're giving back. And you can count on because life can be a niche. We're going to help with your drive and oh, thank you. support that but we're going to tell the people yes about that too so that'll be in the show notes and we're going to put that when we when we tag you we'll tag your organization thank you and, and get all of this together because i, I love i love that we get yeah, absolutely that's a beautiful way crystal to look at what made you out of all of this what made you say, now let me do something for somebody else? Um, like I said, when I started writing and people started replying to my blog, mm-hmm. um, that it helped them. And and I think it was um, one girl that said, girl, why were you living in my marriage? And I was mm. like, wow. I mean, we were literally just swapping notes. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, we were just swapping notes, and it was like, sis, you know, this is what you're going through. Yeah, girl, this is what I, I did. I said, same. You know, she was like, same, and like, you know, it was it was one of those situations where I was just like, she can't be the only one. No. <clears throat> so yeah. So and I just kept I kept healing out loud. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I loved I love that normalize. Because mm-hmm. people want to normalize everything. Right. But, you know, so why not let healing be the mm-hmm. first thing? Then you don't have to normalize all this other stuff. If you I absolutely. If we can just don't worry it. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm getting ready that. to meet my sister. Yes. Yes. Please bring my Sarah <laughs> on. <laughs> Handling some business, she said. One second. Okay. <laughs> it's you know no that. telling what those girls done got into. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. I love it, Crystal. This has been such a blessing. Oh and my God, she is wonderful talking to you. A oh. huge blessing. This is my sister Amani. Amani, this is Katie. Hi. Hey. Oh, you got a, look. She got on the shirt. <laughs> I know, I just happen to have it on, you know. 
I just have to, I have to represent everywhere I go. Oh, I love it. I nice love it. Nice to meet it. you. Nice to meet you too. And your sister has told me already how you stepped in and have just been a yeah. blessing. I love that. I wish I had siblings, but mm-hmm. your relationship and what you've done, Sarah, I mean, just giving you your flowers now. God Thank bless you. you. I that appreciate it, Sarah. So Thank wonderful. you. Thank you so much. And thank you for giving her a platform too. Oh my God, this is so important. This has got, people have to know about normalized healing. People have got to get into it and we got to stop walking around with these secrets Mm -hmm. and these wonderful, glamorous posts on social media. Amen. And start telling the truth so we can, so somebody else can be helped out. Yeah, because you're going to kill yourself trying to keep up with that same post that you put instead of exactly exactly i need help Mm -hmm. yep that's right that's exactly right so so true Mm -hmm. but we're gonna stop that and we're gonna tell these young people when what you see on social media yes i just got to say that to my niece that is so untrue that's not reality no Mm -hmm. It, no. is, it is not reality and it, you can have the prettiest pictures and the most framed up stuff but if it's if it's Hades and hell going on behind the scenes then yes. those pictures mean they're doing nothing they but not him fooling other people thinking yeah. mm-hmm. and so no we're gonna stop that though we gonna start the movement. I'm distracted by these earrings too. Oh my god! Because they're gorgeous. Oh, oh my god! Gave myself a gift. Actually, I got two more pair. I got a red pair for my daughter. So where did you get them from, KD? Macy's, and they had them on sale for like seventy percent off. No, that's why I got three pair. That's Macy's. I just got a yeah, girl. I just got out of getting my dress. Yes, and they had jewelry for sale, and I was like, no, 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 no. Walk away. Walk away. Found those that she got on. Are they beautiful? Black, red, and then the silver pair. I'm ready. I know those red ones look good on you, sir. I know they look good, honey. That was the first pair I bought. I know. That's the first color we see. Thank you. Yes, I started buying stuff for me. Yep. If I can buy yep. for everybody else, mm-hmm. I can I buy about how at Christmas time I was just watching the girls yeah. open presents. And sister was like, sister. And I was like, as she long as like an old lady <laughs> laughing, sitting on the floor. <laughs> As long as the kids are happy, it's just like, uh-uh. No. So I told Katie, I said, it's going to be stuff under the tree for myself. Yeah. Year. Uh-huh. You ain't got to wait till Christmas? Mm-hmm. No. Look, I... <laughs> this is every day. Like, mm-hmm. Let them have a jewelry sale going on. Girl, <laughs> a I love some accessories. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, yes. Yeah, it such a difference. Such a difference. But I just want to say, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bless you thank for sharing you. your story. Thank you, Sarah, for holding my sister up while she did, you know, just going through and, and coming out stronger. Girl, keep writing. We, I'm telling you, Crystal, it's a book. Okay. Thank you. It's a I book. It's it. a book. 
a absolutely. Mm -hmm. It is definitely a, a book or a journal. It's something mm -hmm. that's going to help somebody else start mm -hmm. learn to write and start healing too, so we can normalize it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do. Well, I appreciate y'all. I'm putting everything in the show notes. Show notes. If something you forgot to tell me, send it to me. Okay, we'll do. Okay, we'll, we'll do you, that. Yo, thank. Oh, wait. Tell people how they can follow you on social media. Well, I'm gonna add okay. it on this point. Gotcha. Go back to the okay. Okay. <laughs> <Me and> aunt. <laughs> okay. Let me see now. I got to get my phone and look okay. it on the phone. You know, I'm. I can't. I don't know. That's okay, um, I am, let's see, I am to be crystal clear okay. on Instagram, to be crystal, T-O-B-E, crystal, K-R-Y-S-T-L-E, okay. clear, C-L-E-A-R on Instagram. And um, let me see, I'm on Facebook too. Okay. I just joined Facebook. Okay. Um, crystal McGuire on Facebook. I'm just Crystal McGuire, and right. then um, on Twitter, I'm, um, I don't know. I'm a, I'm on Twitter as well. But okay. if you're on Instagram, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook. We're gonna we're gonna put it all in the show notes, and we'll have yes. it in there. We're gonna uh -huh. let everybody know. Thank and, you. Um, just appreciate you, sister. And normalized healing is all on to be crystal clear. Everything. Perfect. If you want your um your shirt. <laughs> Yes. Uh -huh. uh -huh. And um, you're hustling. Healing. You want to get one? <laughs> I'm gonna get one. Yeah. And uh, your mug and the mugs as well. So Absolutely. yes, please, please, please. So Absolutely. All right. Let's normalize it. Thank you. Yes. You be blessed. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too, Katie. All right. See you soon. Okay. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Thank you.